0: Hey, everybody, welcome. Your saltwater guide, Captain Dave Hansen, with another phenomenal podcast for you today. We got a really, really special guest. I'm super excited to have him in here and hear. Uh oh. What happened, Elliot?
1: You good, Dave? Carry on.
0: I'm sorry. We got, I just had something jump up on my screen. Gang, I got a really good good uh guest today i'm super excited to bring him on here in a few minutes and talk about where he came from and what he's done because he's been on the the bluefin for a very very long time and he's got a lot of cool stuff to talk about plus he's a phenomenal fisherman and a good friend of the show and a good friend of the sport fishing industry so we'll bring greg in in just a minute but first we got a few things to talk about today is uh deckhand sports Friday. We always talk about Deccan sports. We got a cool little video to show you about halfway through the show. And then we got some cool stuff. Black Friday sale, your saltwater guy, and I got some cool stuff. I'll show you a cool video. I got going on with a phenomenal opportunity for all of you to get involved with my website. Lifetime membership, we'll show you that video in a little while. We got all kinds of great things going on today. Marley just had a whole bunch of mangoes, so he's fired up. So I'm sure you'll see him running all over during the show. And if you don't know who Marley is, Marley is my rescue monkey I saved in Mexico City. He's cool. Tim Ogilvie, welcome. Everybody that's watching, I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Yes, there's Marley back there in the back running around. Hope you all had a phenomenal Thanksgiving. And without any further ado, let's bring Greg in right now and get this show started. What do you think, Greg? You ready? Hey, I buddy. think I'm ready. How are we doing, boys? Are you down there on the Aztec right now? We
1: are. Yeah, yeah, boys are doing some work. I'm in the galley right now. Things are great. Nice. Don't you love Starlink? Isn't that I awesome? love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. You know, they gave it to us for free for a while. And then they were like, "Oh, you're on the ocean. Oh, we'll charge you some more, but that's all right."
0: Oh, but it makes it so good. It's everybody. You can go out and go on a three day trip with Greg, and you can work while you're out there. I don't know why you would do that, but you could do that if you want.
1: Yeah. Best part is to keep your phone down.
0: So, hey, gang. Greg is the owner operator of Aztec Sport Fishing, but he, that's not his only hat he wears. He's been around this this uh, sport fishing industry his whole life. Why don't you give everybody just a synopsis of who you are, where you started at? It's kind of the same basic story that all of us have, but a lot of people are watching. We have a big audience. Go ahead and tell everybody where you came from, how you got to being the owner of a sport boat. And I know this isn't your first sport boat you own, but rock Let's yeah,
1: go. You're right. So from day one, um, honestly, my dad took me and my brother sport fishing on the half day boats out of Oceanside. I. Lived in Carlsbad my whole life. I'm in Oceanside now. And uh one day we went on a half day boat. I was God I must have been 10, something like that. And uh my dad saw a little kid running around shucking fish, putting them in the bags, this, that, and the next. He saw the captain and was like, Oh, that must be your son. He's like, No, not my son. he's like, well, who is he? He's like, Oh, he just showed up. And I put him to work. He said, "What would it take for my son to do the same thing?" He said, "Bring him tomorrow." So he brought me tomorrow, and my parents did everything under their, you know, nature to bring us down to the landing at five a.m., pick us up at seven at night. This, that, and the next, all through summer, all through high school, junior high, and uh, I can't thank him enough for that. But I mean, at the end of the day, it was just—I guess I'm going to be a fisherman. Like that's what we're going to do. We're <laughs> This is my whole deal. I want to be a captain. I want to run a boat. I want to own a boat. And then in uh, 2010, right after the, the, the recession, um, boats opened up, and I was in a position to get one. I bought the Pride. Had that one for a few years. Things started perking up. Bought the Aztec as well. I had both boats, which I do not suggest. <laughs> Two boats at once is... That's a bit too much. You can't be on both of them at once. Um, and we sold the Pride uh, years later, and now we have the Aztec. Everything's great. We're, uh, we're loving the fishery. We're loving the people. We're loving all the new uh, new blood coming into the industry. It's, it's amazing.
0: Do me a favor, though, real quick, because we jumped really fast to ownership. When you were working in Oceanside on the boat, I have a feeling i know who you were working for were you working on the elector with a guy named mark
1: oh yeah yeah that's what i oh thought. yeah no i worked with mark i worked with charlie o i worked with uh who else did i work with on the i worked on the c track on the on the twilight trips who was i working with on the sea watch no i'm sorry not Sea watch that's here now uh on the c track um
0: joey helgren
1: well, I worked with Joey Helgren plenty. I worked with Joey Helgren when I was twelve and thirteen. So you can Woo! put enough to that. <laughs> you can put yes. enough to that. Yes. Yeah, he was he was probably my age now. When I was twelve or thirteen, um, uh, he's a he's a pistol. He's an absolute pistol. Um, I, I worked with Dick Helgren. I worked with I worked on with o- Dick. 9- one trip. One trip with Dick. One on trip o- with 95. Dick. On the 95. I went yeah. to the 95 when I was in my junior year. So I started on the Electra. I worked Twilights on the c Track, And then I went to the 095 when I was in my senior year. After I graduated, I told the guys, hey, I need a couple weeks just to be a kid. And then I came back and they are like, uh, yeah, your spot's been filled. You're 17. Whatever. It is what it is but dick hell i'm not i'm sorry not dick helgren richard deluna called mark ornos down here he had just brought his boat down and said uh hey i got a kid for you and i came down i worked down here on marco's boat the pacific voyager for 10 years and then i bought the pride when i was 26 27 something like that
0: amazing that is amazing but ornos What a phenomenal fisherman, and he taught you work ethic, didn't he? That guy is a a machine. Even the way he fishes today, he's just a machine, right?
1: That's the perfect word for it. He is a machine. He's a machine. He's been doing this since, I can't even put a year on it, but yeah, absolutely. Just an absolute machine. Fish, 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 fish. That's that. And the rest of it is just departure time. Arrival time, fish, 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 nothing else included. He's amazing.
0: (laughs) No, he's a a machine, absolutely. And the guy's been at the top level of the whole situation. Back when he was on the Tortuga. Yeah. We we all grew up together. I was up Mm -hmm. at Dana Point. Him and Joey and I, we were running boats together. I mean, Joey and I celebrated our 21st birthdays together. I know that whole crew down there very well, but...
1: Orno's. black velvet crew
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and uh ornos took it to a whole different level though the guy was just he was yeah. just not not like the rest of us there was just yeah, something he's
1: just he's, just he's just he's just fish centric as far as you can go yep the guy he's, is he's amazing amazing fisherman
0: and he's also an amazing boat owner and a business man Absolutely. Taking care of the whole aspect. So, what a great person to learn the toolage from and go down to San Diego. And, because, really, to be honest, San Diego fishery is a little bit different than Oceanside, a little more it, competitive. It, it's, it's,
1: I, give me a second here. Yeah. So, so, honestly the the san diego fishery it it was built around longer trips bigger fish just more of the dream where oceanside had more of the institutional knowledge it just had the the fun the friends the knots the tackle the the shorter trips where people could really just enjoy themselves and and, and you know what? I, I honestly, I was born in '83, so I can't say what was before in the '80s. But from my whole mindset of it was, is that that just started to grow further and further south, longer and longer trips, bigger and bigger fish, and more more pictures. Where Oceanside remained that 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 constant, where. We're taking out people for shorter trips. We're showing them great times. We're, we're we're kind of training. We're teaching. We're we're showing the the building blocks, if you will. And San Diego just it just they had to reinvent themselves to go further and further to continue that business practice along.
0: Well, it's a much more competitive fishery down there, also. It's
1: absolutely
0: it's I did, I grew up fishing down there in the '70s and early '80s, working when we were used to catch a fish that uh, is kind of extinct now, with long fins on the sides. If you didn't, have,
1: oh, if you didn't I have, don't want to talk about them.
0: If you didn't have a hundred on the boat, you sucked.
1: You oh, have, I don't want to talk about those things. Well, I do because life would be so much easier
0: because they're dumb. I mean, that they're was dumb.
1: that was my entire upbringing. was was straight albacore. It was, I mean, I I remember one day we had 105 fish with 99 jig strikes. One at a time, the hard way. It was just as hard as it gets. You get a jig strike, wind him in, pull forward 10 feet, jig strike, but you could not get a bite on the bait. It wouldn't happen. And it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I mean, nowadays, it's like you don't want to, like, I won't personally stop for, if we can't get seven or five or a number, any number. Like, to stop for one? No, I'll just blow by a kill. Oh, there's a yellowtail. Whatever. (laughs) I'm not stopping for one. That's just minutes off the clock, you know? And, but those things would also jump all over the trollers. They wouldn't. They wouldn't bite the bait they wouldn't bite the artificials they would just bite they eat not bait just scooting along um but uh god i'm i'm looking forward to seeing those things again justin who ran who runs my boat when i'm off the boat he caught one this year and i was like great thanks bro thanks i I grew up on these things. I had, I used to have to sleep with a pillow over my ripping arm where I would rip the skin off. I would have to put the pillow over it so I could sleep or I would smell that albacore. Oh, um, yeah.
0: No, I know. This-
1: now we now we, we don't have to rip skins and all. Who knows what happens when albacore comes back. But it was it was something. I used to, like I literally still do to this day. I'm 40 years old now. And when I sleep, I have my pillow over my left arm, head on my right there. And then I put my arm right there. It's, it's something. And another
0: thing your wife probably doesn't understand and mine still doesn't today is we hold our plate
1: when we eat. it's funny you say that so i so you're one one click before me but i saw this when i was i was on the pacific voyager and i saw a guy do this one i'm gonna have to turn he did this one yep and he ate like this and i was like how much time have you as how much time have you spent in prison and he's like no that's not the case i'm just like It's just, it's one of those, like, nope. And with the knife, knife up, knife up, fork down, just.
0: You had to, though, or your plate was on the floor. Your plate was on the ground. The minute the boat rocked, your food went flying. We learned that as a very
1: young age. I thought, honestly, to this day, I thought that was a prison thing. I thought it was like a block out, knife up, just come and get it if you want to.
0: Uh, to hold the plate so it doesn't go flying on the floor. Everybody always tells me, "Hey, no one's going to steal your food." I'm like, "Oh, am I doing it again?" It's just a... every
1: every generation learns from the next. Right. Every generation learns from the next.
0: And think about this: How rad would it be when those albacores show up? All these superstars of bluefin fishing today, how good are they going to be when the fish actually find the boat on their own? They're going to be the most amazing fishermen we've ever seen, right?
1: no i think they're gonna work for costco are you kidding me <laughs>
0: yeah I'll of course
1: show back up my dog can run my boat right
0: exactly no,
1: no these I bluefin don't. are the smart ones we're just the hard workers these bluefin are the ones that are the tricksters honestly oh, they, these guys not. work so hard and the guys that catch them yeah they're working their butts off they're absolutely working their butts off because the guys that don't are not. I mean that that's just honestly this bluefin have they just have such a like a mindset for for keeping themselves alive. Albacore on the other hand, well I mean granted, look at, I'm older now. When I was younger, it was just walk down to the boat, catch the albacore, cut the albacore, get the albacore off the boat, and you just repeat and repeat and repeat. These bluefin, on the other hand, they're, I mean, they're tricksters. They honestly are. They'll, they'll make you work. Everything you think you know about them, they just change it up. And I mean, moon phases, this, that, the next. Um, Honestly, the guys that work the hardest with those things are the ones that do the best.
0: Oh, by far. Absolutely. I mean,
1: and, and you know, I mean, that's all fishing though, right? I mean, trout, bass, whatever. I mean, the guys that just. Cast, 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 cast. They end up with the more bass and trout the same way.
0: Yeah, it's whoever works the hardest is always going to be rewarded the most. I was listening to Pritch- Mike Pritchard talk on Let's Talk Hookup right before I went live on Sunday morning, and he was saying the har- still today, and it's been this way since he was a kid working on the sport boats up in Ventura. The hardest thing to do is to get your passengers to change their bait. And they all want to argue with you and say my bait's still wiggling my bait's still wiggling it's like well your bait's still wiggling but we lost greg for a minute he'll be back gang but your bait let's show my let's show that quick video about uh the black friday sale we got going all right gang your saltwater guide captain dave hansen i have a huge announcement holiday season black friday is the start of the sale Gang, we're gonna do $350 lifetime membership to my website. That's incredible. That'll get you everything. That'll get you everything. All the bundles, lifetime membership, no renewal, nothing. $350. Normally, just to buy the one-year membership and two bundles, the hotspots and the um, game plans, that would be $265. I'm gonna give it all to you for lifetime for $350. That's absolutely an incredible deal. So make sure you jump on it. It's only gonna be available till January 1st. Then I promise you on January 1st, twenty twenty-four memberships going to $29.99 a month, and the bundles are going to $200 a piece. So this is a big opportunity to get in before I raise my prices. Anybody that's in, your price. That's a pretty good deal right there, gang, right? I mean, come on, look at that. This is just for all of you for the holidays. And then it's a matter of uh, now you got a reason to stay alive, at least for three years, to get your money's worth, right? I'm just saying, gang, we got a great deal. Give me a call at 949-374-0786. We'll get you in on this smoking hot deal and get you going on this. Get you dialed in so that you can get that lifetime membership a lot of people took advantage of it the last couple of years during the season and they're very very happy with what's going on I think we're getting close to getting Greg back here here he comes he's back the man is back I started talking about changing your bait and you left
1: us <laughs> oh no that'd be the last thing I would change on. I'm sorry Dave I'm on the no, boat right good. now guys <laughs> yep. I got, yeah I got blue tape I got fuel filters yeah. No, I'm here. I'm working away. Sorry yeah, about that, Dave.
0: He's working, gang. He's he's at work, and we got him on the show. That's a pretty good deal. <laughs> gang, check out my website, yoursaltwaterguide.com. Elliot flashed up the QR code. Give me a call at 949 I'll get you in on that lifetime deal. You'll be stoked. Everybody that has it, you guys are all on here watching. Go ahead and uh, let everybody know how, what a great deal it is. And Later on in the show, we'll show you some more stuff, but um, real quick, while you you go ahead and talk to your guys for a minute. Greg. No, I was got,
1: just no, we're good, Rob. <laughs> no, I've I got, got. Yeah, I'm a fisherman. I'm not a yeah, tech guy, but and I got work. a tech guy here. I just I just shook him off.
0: I got my guy. I got my guy, Dave from Deccan Sports, with us right now. Let's show that sizzle real real quick, Greg. You can watch for a second. Let's show I that, Elliot. To. Let's show this really bitch and kill bag that. In and not get beat up and not get bent and broken fillets because it's off of the bottom. There's ribs along the side. It's extra stiff. It holds better tie downs all the way around when you tie them in the back of your truck or you tie them down to your boat. You tie them into the back of your truck. You got better lifting pads. I don't even know this bag. I've never even seen it. I've never even had my hands on it. But if you look at it, I don't know anything about this guy or the bag. But if you look at it, you can see that oh somebody actually thought about this you know it's kind of Dave let's bring Dave in real quick Elliot throw him up on hey Dave what's up buddy
2: Captain Dave how you doing today
0: I'm doing phenomenal thanks for joining Greg and I real quick talk about your bag real quick let everybody know what you got going on and then we'll get back to Greg
2: yeah thanks for having me on um came out with a bag that uh flat out doesn't leak um purchased some other bags back in the day, had a bad experience and uh, decided we can make a better bag and uh, came out with a uh, 72 and a 48 inch. We also got a cow 90 inch bag and uh, you know, today's Black Friday, we're running some, some crazy deals and uh, your saltwater guide uh, members can, you know, parlay those deals with their discount and really uh, take advantage of what's going on on our website.
0: Well, cool. Elliot will throw up the QR code, gang. You guys can go check that out. You can send Dave a message on the uh, website. Let him know if you need any questions answered. Plus, he's he's a part of our website, gang. He's on the community all the time answering people's questions. Take advantage of this. You guys want to have a kill bag. Greg and I are going to talk about how important it is to take care of your fish because that's something that the sport boat industry is super into nowadays. It's not how it was in the beginning. And now those of us on the skiffs and the yachts, we're way into keeping our fish right. And we just had Tommy Gomes give you one of the most incredible shout outs. When he saw your bag, he was blown away. I mean, Nobody knows more about taking care of fish than Tommy Gomes at Tunaville and grocery. And he thinks your bag is incredible. So you guys can't go wrong with deckhand sport. So check them out, Dave. Thanks for joining us. I'm gonna let you go be with your family. I just wanted you to, if you got anything to add yeah. to this. What yeah. I want that? to
2: jump in real quick. Cause obviously yeah. we got a, you know, sport boat, uh, you know, captain on, Captain Greg, good to meet you. Um, back in the day when we started testing it, we, we actually started using them, um, when we we're heading down to the landings, uh, getting off the boat, you know, we have all these coolers. We're playing the cooler Jenga and the truck and moving them around to make make it all cooler work. Jenga,
1: I like that.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and you know, you got four buddies and they all got the biggest coolers in the world. Well, uh, you know, a bag that can roll up, but then when you deploy it and it doesn't leak and you can throw much tuna in there or whatever you're catching, and you know, especially with the whole fish processor issue a year or two ago um, you know we were loading up kill bags that didn't leak and everyone was like oh you're crazy it's your your truck bed or the inside of your trunk it's gonna smell like tuna no <sighs> bags don't leak so uh we got guys buying them from arizona and all across that are driving in san diego going on the aztec or you know any other sport boat catching their fish and then taking it all the way back because uh,
1: that's awesome dave that's the best thing we could hope for is just product you know
2: yeah, we got it at Fisherman's Landing right there at the landing. Uh, That's a bunch awesome. Of got it. So we're, uh, yeah, we're out there and, uh, you know, our bags don't leak. They hold ice for four days. So And all that uh,
1: website's all across, this de- all, all across this deal, right? So people can see it?
2: Yeah, yep. it's wide open. We created some Black Friday bundles. Uh, oh, we got free shipping Black Friday. And then, of course, your Saltwater Guide uh, 15, YS- YSWG uh, 15. Gets that discount as well, and you can just stack all those things. You know, really, really get some great deals this weekend, and we're Gosh, just um, so excited about the weekend. That's so
1: awesome! That's so awesome! That's what we want—is we want product. You know, we just want product to just transfer.
2: Yeah, so from and the, where it you comes know, the from name, to
1: where it's going, however it happens.
2: The name came from uh, you know just just you're always with the deck hands. Whether you're the captain of your boat, you're still deck handing. You're, you're still tying everybody's line. You know, if you've got a private so, skiff or whatever um and then when you're on the long range boat you're you're with the deck hands captain's great captain's up in the wheelhouse captain's working and you know he's really working if we're not getting fish so you you realize real quick that the deck hands you know they really put on the show especially if you're not catching they really are engaging with customers and then you know when you're on the fish they're gonna put you on a personal record you know and they're gonna help you out and they're gonna gaff it they're gonna they're gonna help you land that fish and uh you know so we you know names tribute to the deck hands whether it's yourself or you know on the sport boats um so every time we go on a boat we uh we load up the crew with um, all kinds of gear as well
1: that's awesome nice. thank Beautiful. you so much for that dave yeah that's honestly in my book that's what people don't understand is that we go fishing every day and i go fishing i'll catch one or none or 20 Or whatever it may be, but the guys do the hardest work when things are tough, you know, keeping the heads clean, keeping the galley clean, keeping the people happy, the this, the that, the next, knots tied properly. Like, oh, I only tipped this much because I only caught one fish or we didn't have an opportunity. It's, it's not the right mentality it's it's that the crew members the deckhands they're what makes the entire trip worth worth going on yeah Yeah, they can change it from having a tough trip to uh an awesome trip yeah i caught one yeah it was small but you know what i had a great time like that's that's kind of the the mentality we go for at least here
2: yeah, no, the, I, the service they provide the service. The captain is, is the nuts and bolts of the operation, but for sure, you know, sure. That, that service end of it. Um, which you know, the sport boats, you know, there's some amazing boats out there, um, providing some awesome service to fishermen on the water and putting sure. you on, you know, some of the best fishing we've seen. You know, to your point, I was born in '83, you know, some of the best fishing in our lifetimes. Um, absolutely, you know, with this bluefin and you you better have a deckhand that knows what he's doing with the gaff if you want to get that fish
1: absolutely absolutely i agree completely and then take care of them yes let them let them know they're appreciated that's that's a huge deal is that that that's my guys i have good happy people friendly helpful and you know just even a pat on the back is a good enough a good enough start. you know just let them know Please. you appreciate them, because that's have, why we train them.
0: I have a whole section on my website about tipping. Greg, you'll love this.
1: Dave, you probably. Ooh, this feels this feels it. like I get in trouble. But okay, no, hey, no. go ahead. Let's do it. No. Let's do it. I'll no. do it. There's nothing about it at trouble. I
0: explained to everybody how we were taught since we were little children that we tip at the at the restaurant. There's no book about it. There's nothing our parents taught us tipping. I remember when my dad left the money on the counter the first time we were at the galley restaurant on the end of the San Clemente Pier before we left to go fishing with my dad running the sumpot off the pier. And I was like, Dad, you left money on the table. And he said, no, that's a tip, son. That's the way it's done. You leave money for the people that take care of you. Then you get on a sport boat and people ask all the time, what's a good tip? What's a good tip? They come up to you and they ask you that all the time, Greg. And I play with They already the, know I,
1: the answer. They already know I, the answer. They yeah, already I know played, the answer. I if playing you had good service, up. it's 20%. If you had okay service, it's 15%. If you had shit service, it's
2: 10%. And the fish done, count doesn't matter. Done,
1: done, and done.
2: Yeah, done, I done, did. and
1: done. That's I it. You, did, you good have good service, 20%. Total trip cost. The entire thing.
2: And it doesn't I, matter I, if you got for one fish or what, ten
1: fish. you paid for the, for the fillet, 20%. Good service. 15%, 10%. Simple, simple. I told myself I wasn't going to do that in <laughs> my whole life, but there it is. Internet. That's it. That's it, guys. If you have good service, tip 20% of your entire trip cost. If you had okay service, tip 15%. If you had shit service, tip 10%. Moving forward.
0: Yep. There you go. That's it. Now you guys heard it from us. A- from a sport boat operator that, and Was really, that wrong? No, you're totally right. But what I try to explain to everybody is Greg, myself, when we're running the boat, do you really honestly think we work? Do you think we work harder when they're biting or not as hard? Cause I'll guarantee you when I wake up in the morning and the boat looks like an umbrella, It's a pretty easy day for me. We know how to catch them. We know how to gaff them. We know how to put them in the fish hole. When I wake up in the morning and there's not a boat around stopped and we got to start working and start driving out towards the the sun or towards the horizon and we start looking and staring at the electronics all day and in the gyros all day and we never get a bite. Do you think we worked harder that day or do we work harder when we woke up in the morning and they were just raining on the boat? Way Dave, harder when they're not biting
1: yep. it's thank you thank you very much Dave honestly the hardest days are when we catch nothing
0: oh my gosh People it's don't the hardest day that. on
1: earth do you think People that I understand. go out to do my job to catch nothing no so when I have to work 10 times harder to catch half as many it's the worst day on earth so when yeah. yeah, when things are going great and people are like, Oh yeah, oh, yeah, it's great, it's great, it's great. It's like, yeah, we had to work for this for days. Cause yesterday wasn't that way. Tomorrow. tomorrow.
0: No, that's one thing about those bluefin, you can guarantee that whatever happened today, it ain't gonna happen tomorrow.
1: No, whatever we call it, yesterday isn't gonna happen tomorrow, and today's today. That's just how it goes.
2: They're gonna zig and you might zag.
1: Yeah, (laughs) left, right, straight, forward or back. Those are the five every day. And we never know what's gonna be right till the end of the day. Honestly, what it comes down to is people taking care of you, helping you with your what have you. I mean, I go fishing all the time, not on my boat. I go out on a lake, river, this, that, the next. If I'm treated properly, I take care of my guys properly, and that's that. Right. Move forward, yeah. then. Then tomorrow's tomorrow. That's that's yeah. really just how it comes down. It's it's just it's service, and it's I mean fishing's fish. <laughs> I go I can catch nothing all the time. It's just like everybody else.
0: Oh yeah, but we know we we're very good. You, me, all the guys that run boats, we're very good at catching them when they're biting. We are. The yeah, everybody
1: best catches them when they're biting.
0: We're the very best at that, but you don't ever want to tip according to what you caught. I taught that since Absolutely I was. Absolutely not.
1: Kid. You no 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 no. That's child's play. That's child's play in my book.
0: People used to come on the boat fishing with me and go, "Hey, what do you think we're going to catch today?" And I go, "I don't know. I've never seen you fish. I have no idea." what <laughs> I have no idea what you're going to catch today. I, gosh, my crystal ball broke yesterday. Greg dropped it walking down the dock. And we yeah. don't know. What do. We have no it's idea. Not,
1: it's, it's it's honestly not even that anymore. This picture. There, Andy Qua. Beauty. Honestly, what it comes down to with catching is is effort. And, and you know what? You asked a question earlier, Dave, that, that I didn't even answer. I think we got cut off changing baits
0: right honestly if you
1: want to catch fish and i'm not gonna say in the entire world I, i i don't have any aspect of this that the next all i have is an aspect of what i've been doing for i don't even know 24 years now i'm 40 i've been doing it 37 27 years is that the effort and you'll hear and you'll hear this thing with time at the rail this is what i heard growing up is time at the time at the rail that's what catches fish that was back when i was a kid that was 20 some odd years ago but that was also based on long range fishing because we had albacore short range and we had long range big baits heavy line, this, that, the next, just more effort. But it all comes down to is just straight effort. This style of fishing that I've become, what I guess a professional at, it's what I do. I've been doing it my whole life. One to three day fishing. So let's call it 10 to 100 pound fish. Um, this grade of fish is just all on the boat it's on the boat like that see that there's the boat you put an 80 foot donut around that thing and that's where your life is done everything outside of that is a waste of time what happens is the sardines cannot pull a hook and a line if it gets heavy enough or big enough to get a bite what ends up happening is it becomes just just nonsense where when it's close to the boat and it's 40 feet out it's ripping away it's ripping away it's ripping it's looking natural so when you're on these short-range trips overnight day and a half two-day trip even three-day trip i mean nighttime that's a different story but daytime trips this is all local fish this is all Forty, let's say twenty to eighty pound daytime fish. If we want to go into like sinker rigs and stuff, that's a different conversation. But when it happens to do with close to the, that sardine actually has to be lively. It has to run. So anything over fifty pounds is a joke. Yes, bite on fish. If, and this is not like a ego thing. like yes, I do this for my living. Can I hook a bait on 50 pound, prepare it and just put it out perfectly to get a bite? Sure. But people that do this just as as recreation cannot. It's not it's not how it works. So they we have to taper down and tackle hook size, line size and especially presentation. That's where it all comes into play. And it's it's a big deal. So honestly, on shorter trips like this, the best thing you can do is just change bait, change bait, change bait, change bait, change bait. Because you don't do it every day. You don't you don't change your bait every you know, every five seconds, ten seconds, this, that, and the next. But it's it's the hugest deal is just to have bigger numbers to get your growth out of it. If you want 10 in a day, you should fish a hundred baits. So if you're fishing 10 baits, you get one. It's really how it works out day in, day out with us.
0: Yeah, Dave, change your bait, change your luck. Absolutely. And Greg, you're pounding on it because that's the most important thing. Everybody on the boat doesn't understand You look at the same guys that are getting bit all the time. They're at the bait tank the whole trip. They're always there. They're at the bait tank. It's all about changing your bait. When I go rooster fish fishing down here, I don't even want to go without 40, 50 baits, and it's just me and my wife because I want to catch a bunch of rooster fish. I want to catch a bunch of fish, and I'm changing the bait. If I'm not getting bit and Kelly's getting bit, I'm putting on a new mullet. I'm changing my bait every – like you said – we say 60 seconds on the sport boat, but you and I both know we can't keep a bait in the water for five seconds if it's not running right. It's a change your bait. I'm
1: sorry, Dave. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even mean to just manhandle this whole conversation. It's, it's just what I do every day.
0: No, I got you, man. It's all good. I love listening to you. I lo- what I really got me going and I called Jody and I asked him, Hey, do you think Greg would be on the show? And he's all absolutely, cause I know you and Jody worked together in the past. And you bought his boat and all that stuff. So I knew you guys had a relationship. And he goes, because I was watching your uh, Instagram videos where you're teaching when you're standing on the bow of your boat or you're on your stern of your boat and the guys are bit behind and you're explaining to everybody why they're bit. That's the missing link. That's why I've been able to accelerate out here on this social media platform, besides having my buddy Elliot running the whole show for me, is we're educating and we're teaching. And that's something that you are doing such a phenomenal job at because you're showing you're on the boat, you're bit, and then you're showing why you're bit. I think that is so special. That's a missing link from this industry. And you're right on the edge. You're right there. It's bitching.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you, Dave.
2: Well, and from a guy yeah. like me who hasn't fished as, fished as much as you guys, you know, tapering that learning curve dramatically by seeing it, hearing it um, from f- professionals and then hopping on the boat and getting out there. Um, it's huge to be able to see it first and not learn it on the fly at the rail while you're tangling everybody up. Um, <laughs> but actually have that knowledge ahead of time. It's just massive. And it's,
1: it's well. I appreciate that. God, you guys both have Dave names. so yeah dave it's honestly the way the the reason i did it was because i mean end of the day for me is i want everybody to do well i want everybody to catch the most amount possible and and me and my wife we have a family this is a family business she runs the bookings i run the boat i do this i do that like it's it's a very good very good play on taking care of like a family business, but, uh, but really, really the reason that I did it was just because I feel like people don't have the information. I, I like they don't have, like everybody shows up, they just all want to do well. But then they feel like they're shorted a little bit. And I just, uh, that's not the case. I want everybody to have all the information all the time. That's how everybody does well, is just, is just, I bring these hooks, I do this, I do that, I do that. And they, they walk through the steps and then, well, sometimes we catch one, sometimes we catch 10. I mean, that's just in general.
0: Yeah, no, and I love Elliot's throwing all your Instagram stuff up here. You keep the people pretty informed. It's a pretty cool way you've put this whole thing together, and the fact that it is a family run business. There is, like I always say on my shows when I'm on Let's Talk Hookup on Sunday mornings, there is no one on the boat that wants to catch fish more than the captain. Now, I might have to change that. There's no one on the boat that wants to catch more fish than the owner operator. because
1: (laughs) You've got it.
0: That's the whole deal. Yeah, because it's all coming down to Greg. What's going on, Greg? We weren't successful today, Greg. You weren't here today. You had your backup captain running the boat, which we know is not the case. That's not the thing. But when you're not there,
1: that's the first thing they blame. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to my world. Right, so you get to, and take I've got the best guys on earth running my boat. Like I've had guys for eight years and ten years on my boat. Like so, there's, I wouldn't take a day off if that were, were not the case. You know?
0: Yeah, and we we both know that for a fact. We wouldn't have someone run our boat that isn't really good at what they do. But that gives them that, that excuse. The first thing they're going to go is, well, Greg, why weren't you there? We didn't get. <laughs> Dude, if I was there, we still wouldn't be caught. The guy that's running the boats doing exactly what I would do. But it's just silly the way the mentality. But one thing I wanted to touch on when I had John here and I was thinking about this a lot. It's a, such a different world in the last five years than you and I or anybody's ever seen. There is no off time. You guys are fishing in two hours from when you leave the dock. You guys are fishing all night long. All day long. That's the number one thing I hate about bluefin. You don't know if they're gonna bite at two o'clock in the morning, or they're gonna bite at nine o'clock tonight, or they're gonna bite at six o'clock in the afternoon. They'd suck. Bluefin suck. Let's be honest, they suck. But man,
2: <laughs> but we love Dave, it.
1: I am going to absolutely agree with you that bluefin suck. Oh, can I say that?
0: <laughs> yep, you can say. <laughs> I it, bro. think I
1: just did. Yeah, they they are they're very hard. But on the beautiful side of it is, we're not limited to just daytime. So, yes, yeah. they do suck for crew scheduling, sleep, this, that, the next. But it's tough on them. It, well, it also does give us the ability to fish 24 hours a day. Albacore, we're different.
2: Right. I call one you- albacore
1: in my life after dark. <laughs> and I wasn't even awake for it. It was just, I like put the rod in the freaking anchor holder with a squid. I went to sleep and they were like, hey, I think your rod's bit. I was like 19. Some dummy. But <laughs> it was it was funny. It was like, I caught an albacore at night. It's, but this bluefin thing's a different deal. And the reason I wanted to
0: talk about that was because what people don't understand is you're coming on the boat. You have to understand Greg, his second operator, and the crew and the cook and everybody, they're operating at a level that you guys can't really comprehend unless you've been there. Think about this. Greg wants to get a couple minutes of sleep. He's not asking for a lot. They load, get By the time they're done loading bait and they head out, and some days it was two, two hours. It was 20 miles. Some days it was 30, and you, and uh, so you're parking in three hours, but you're not when you think, oh, well, he, parked th- he had three hours. It's like, no, because on the way there, they're up there, they're, they're staring at the sonar, they're watching the up and down, they're talking to each other. You don't know when they're going to find that fish. It could be at 20 miles, it could be at 30, it could be at 40. They're working the whole time and then they stop the boat and then the stupid fish start to bite or then they don't bite and then you're back at the hunt again. There's really no sleep. So when you guys get on these sport boats, you got to understand, slow down. We know you're excited. It's your day and you finally get to go, but you have to understand this this crew today is operating at a level that most of us can't even comprehend. Talk about that for a minute, Greg.
1: Okay, I can talk about that. So, here's the deal. Everybody's excited. Everybody wants to catch their biggest, most fish ever. But what ends up happening is, if you want to really enjoy yourself, trust where you're going. Trust the boat you're going on. And let the guy that knows best make the decisions. Because if you could do all those three things, all you have to do is just enjoy yourself. That's it. You're going on a fishing trip. Every time I go on a fishing trip, when I'm not on this, I like, talk a whole bunch of junk about it because I hate it. Because I want to be not hate it, but when it's my place of work, I feel great. When I'm in Florida, I'm going on this boat. I'm excited. I'm stoked. I'm so jazzed and oh we saw something we did this we did that oh i caught this one little what it doesn't matter because i was excited to do it i was happy i was fishing i was going fishing and you know what the best part about going fishing is going on the next trip and doing the next thing and enjoying yourself with every day that you step foot on a fishing trip because that guy's not in control of it. He's not in control of it. I'm not in control of it. Some days we catch none, sometimes we catch a thousand, sometimes we catch everything in between. Just enjoy a fishing trip. I mean, that's that's why we go fishing for, to enjoy it, to have fun. Like let's just just do it. And you know what? Trust the guy you're going with and if you don't, we'll pay less. <laughs> to tell you
0: right well real quick we're running out of time i know you guys can't believe it's already been an hour but as far as handling a fish because that's why we got dave here once it comes off the boat he's got he's in charge with the deck cam bags and you should all have one if you're going on these trips with greg but what do you guys do to the fish it hits the deck what's happening on the aztec (sighs)
1: okay (laughs) sorry (laughs) he got me Okay.
0: Switch
1: gears real quick. Bye, yeah, no, no, it's okay. I, I don't lie. Boat operators. Uh, we don't so if, if we have small fish, we don't we don't gill and gut. Bigger fish, we do, obviously. If we have obviously what we see nowadays, big monsters and stuff like that. We we take care of it, we gill and gut. Um we start seeing 10-15 pounders and they're coming on one after another, after another, after another. It's 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 in worse shape for us to try and take care of them It's better to get them cool fast. But, uh, I'd like to, I'd love to see one of your bags, Dave.
2: Yeah, we definitely make that happen.
1: That would be amazing. We'd love to put one on the boat. Um, we were dealing with the other stuff in the past and that would be amazing. Um, but yeah, no, everything's gilled, Everything's bled. Everything's what have you, but, uh, the gutting on the small ones at least i'll be honest about it and uh you go on longer trips you go on bigger fish this that and the next it'll all be gilded and gutted but uh that's that's just kind of where that's at dave right. can you send one of these to me
2: yeah we're gonna connect that I'll, sure. I'll
1: i'll pay whatever cost is
2: yeah did i things get are one cool. of
1: the mid to big ones
2: yeah absolutely we'll we'll get you one down on the boat for sure
1: that'd be amazing i'd love to. i'd
2: love to push it that'd be awesome appreciate you yeah we're you know these these bags don't leak um uh, you know you get, get to landing
1: i like i just like the angle of it because that's the problem is when they dump over
2: yeah so so it's an a-frame yeah. it's an a-frame design on the side profile so it makes that zipper want to close and then yeah uh, absolutely papered ends, so it can stand up and then we got a bunch of d clips and handles and molly loops and top loops in case you want to go cleat to cleat however you know whichever boat that's one thing i've learned um did the pcs show last year and just spoke with everybody and spent a lot of time with a lot of guys that had a lot of great ideas oh
1: that's a perfect plug plug.
2: so every bag has two plugs because uh the one thing i learned is you fish differently than i fish than captain Dave is so and Cap Dave's got a different boat than what I got, than what you got. So we just yeah. need options. We need options to how to attach the bag to the boat or how to secure it. Or uh, you know, maybe we yeah. gotta drain out, you know, um, you know, some of that melted ice water. Uh sure. we more ice. So, oh, I can't reach the plug because now we tied it to this, to the swim step and the uh, uh, you know, kind it. of big fish, and we gotta be able to reach over and grab it. So now we got two plugs. So we got options. Um, we got our modular foam blocks right there to help support the fish. Um, they kind of work like ice baffles, basically. So wow. When you're on a rolling wow. peak, that No, it doesn't squash. Yeah, no exactly. Splosh. So when you don't check it and you get back to the dock two hours later because you're 40 miles out, you haven't been icing the tail the entire time. You still got ice covered throughout the fish. Wow.
1: You guys are killing it.
0: And that's what Tommy Gomes said. He goes, "Those ribs that you put in the bottom of the bag—that's cutting." That's out. huge.
1: Yeah, in no squash. No squash. Gets yeah. that fish, gets that fish up off
0: to that bacteria. Look at there's a swordfish in a kill bag. Gets that fish up that's- off that bacteria-laden water, and you're got.
1: It. Dave, you're killing it. Keep it up.
2: Yeah, we're trying to innovate, trying to you know keep pushing the market, and you know.
1: Yeah, you know, that's that's product. huge. That's got huge. Some-
2: we got a we got a new product coming out for 2024. That's uh that's gonna be a kill bag, but it's it's not necessarily a bag. And uh, yeah, we're we're just pushing. We're just keep innovating. Uh, still gonna be button. a bag,
1: Dave. It's still gonna be. a bag. <laughs> it's gotta be a bag.
2: It might be like a box,
1: but it, it might be, be like a box.
2: A, but, it, but Dave it, but Tim
0: Ogilvy asked a question: Is the sixty out yet?
2: Wait, 60's coming. One more time. Um, sixty will be here for Pete. Uh, for March, we're gonna drop all our new product at the PCS show in March.
0: All right, bitcha And uh, I saw one other off. question yeah.
2: about warranty. Our bags come with a one year warranty. So, you know, have that confidence that uh, this bag is gonna perform for you and it's not gonna leak, and the zipper's not gonna blow out, uh, and, and your buddy's not gonna rip that handle off because he thinks he can pick up a 200 pound fish with, you know, 200 pounds of ice in the bag all by himself. Um, you know, should, should something come up, just have that confidence that we're going to stay behind our product and we're going to back it up with a one-year warranty.
1: Awesome.
0: Man. All right.
2: That's wh- awesome.
0: Greg, we got about five minutes left here. Can I- you guys, you and your wife got anything special going on for this time of year? Any Black Friday? I know you're booked all the time. I mean, it's a silly question to even yeah, ask. Yeah, we're
1: going on fucking vacation. <laughs> on vacation <laughs> my season's done my friend oh now, my gosh
0: yeah what a year you guys what want a, to
1: book I'll the aztec you can check it right here on the website I'm going on vacation I'm de- my guys are dealing with the rails right now I'm literally nice. headphones in the galley no yeah. book your spots you guys want a nice place to go come on over and that's that we take up to 28 guys. And uh, no, everything's good. I gotta and get back boat. to work here in a minute.
0: Yep, the boats are beautiful. I put guys. on the it's fancy awesome.
1: shirt, I was wearing the, the boat work shirt before this, so <laughs> yeah, no, we're getting this done so we can go get back to work. And then, in a after the weekend, me and the wife are going to Mammoth, and Woo! then we're going on our long trip. We usually do a six week trip after the season. That's nice, awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah, we did Key West last year. This year, I think we're gonna go north, but we're gonna fight the snow. So whatever, snow's fine. Wonderful.
0: Well, if you get to Tahoe, let me know. My son's there. He's got we're gonna him. blow right
1: yep. by there. there. I'm going a real
0: big. There you go. There you Do you go, guys well, know
1: anything about Mammoth? Not, no. I'm sorry, not Mammoth, uh, Montana or Colorado. Like,
0: yep, I have a partner who's in Whitefish, Montana that uh, we were making rods together with Chris. He's got it all figured out, hunting, fishing, whatever. It's going to be colder than hell there, but.
1: no, oh, I don't care.
0: Yeah, yeah. hang out uh, with Chris. I'll text you his number. What do you got?
2: Officially headwaters of the Missouri, outside of Bozeman. Just epic. Just awesome. And a flat bottom jet boat. Please send
1: me the info.
2: Yep. Because I good. don't. Time.
0: I'm just over Greg's breaking up real bad. He, we just lost him. Hey, Dave, Deckhand Sports, thank you very much. One more time, shout out to all the people watching. They want to get a bag, let them know. There's Greg's back.
2: Yep. Thanks for having me, Captain Dave. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, guys, we've got a ton of Black Friday deals going on. Take advantage. Take advantage of your saltwater guide promo. Uh, yeah, if you've got any questions, hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. I'm, I'm always answering questions and happy to help out. So appreciate it, Dave.
0: You got it, buddy. I'll talk to you later. You're out. See ya. Thank you. Adios. And then Greg, thank you very much for a great day. Talk to you later. All right, gang. It's just, just us now. It's just us. Thank you all very much for watching the show. Thanks for everything you do. Greg's busy, busy, busy trying to get that boat cleaned up so he can get on vacation. Don't forget my holiday offer. Don't forget my lifetime membership for you for 350 bucks, your lifetime membership, all the bundles, everything, the bitchin' community that we've built, all the great friends of the show. Dave's on there all the time with Deckham Sports, Justin, Pablo, Sonny, my guides up and down the coast. We're all on this website all the time. We'll take super good care of you. We'll make sure that your fishing trips are successful, whether you catch fish or not. Check us out, yoursaltwaterguide.com. And once again, thank you, everybody. Marley's fired up. He knows he's going to get some more worms as soon as I'm done talking here. Elliot, thank you for producing a phenomenal show. Everybody that watched, I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving yesterday. Thank you all very, very much for always supporting me and my wife and the animals. Leave a tip. Leave some stars. Let us know how much you appreciate us. And I'll be back with everybody on Monday with another great show. I'm going to have all three of my guides with me on Monday. I'm going to have Pablo with me, Justin with me, and uh, Sonny with me. And we're going to talk about some cool things going on this winter for all of you. So don't miss it. I will see you all on Monday. Have a great weekend. Turn off the news. Remember, they're all lying. The only place you're going to get truth is right here at your saltwater guide. Thank you all. Everybody. See ya.